0: Thank you for tuning in to shop small ILM where we showcase locally owned businesses from the Cape fear area. And hopefully in the process, we get a lot of information that you can use to better your small businesses by talking to successful locally owned businesses about their challenges and struggles and their successes. So if you like what you hear, make sure you go over and hit the subscribe button. So you automatically get this podcast every time it drops. all right so today on the shop small ilm podcast we have angelica colvin the founder of Jell's learning lab angelica is a graduate from ecu and uncw and has a passion for seeing students excel academically angelica thanks for coming on the show
1: thank you so much for having me i'm excited to be here
0: so um can you tell us a little bit about um your journey and and how you got started in the teaching industry
1: absolutely um i am a daughter of an educator my mom has Paul, and she's been an administrator for most of my life now. Okay. Um, so that was just kind of something I grew up with and saw regularly.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. I had my first job at 17 and I was an after school teacher. Okay. Um, and I loved it. Like I was the best at it. I think I was the only 17 year old after school teacher that would like go eat lunch with the kids. And yeah. I'm like meeting with the teacher and someone's like, that's not normal. You should be a teacher. Yeah. Um, and so honestly, that was the last thing I wanted to do. <laughs> it was the last thing I wanted to do. I wanted to be a pediatrician. Okay. Um, but I went to ECU, and they had a phenomenal education program, and I thrived there,
0: yeah. and I
1: loved it. Like, I loved every field experience, every internship. It was the best. Okay. Um, so from my experience there, I decided to get my master's at UNCW. Okay. So that's what brought me to Wilmington. And that was a joy as well. I met one of my professors again today. She was in the school and I was like, Hi, I haven't seen you since twenty seventeen. How are you? Yeah. Um, and it was phenomenal. Just the love and all of the joy with the educators that I met along the way kind of continues to kind of thrive and give me more energy, just seeing people that are so committed yeah. to education. Um, so what's after that, once I graduated, I've been teaching for five years now. Okay. I actually decided to go back to the classroom this year. So I am um, I'm doing both. I'm running my business and I'm teaching during the day, um, okay. and it has been fun. Like it is uh, fun. I think I really miss being in the classroom. I teach fifth grade. Okay. Um, ten year olds are my jam. They're my favorite group of people on the earth. Oh wow. Yeah.
0: <laughs> see, I would think you're just a glutton for punishment. That seems very intimidating. No, uh, a class phenomenal. full of ten year olds.
1: Yeah, ten year olds are phenomenal. They're the best. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's been my journey thus far. I started the Learning Lab in the middle of the pandemic, and just kind of saw a need just in my own community and with my own friends and family friends it was like hey i need help hey i need help Hey, i need help and after a while it was just like okay maybe i should do this and so we've been doing it ever since
0: okay well that was kind of where i was going to (laughs) head next is you know what inspired you to start your own business obviously you saw there was a need but you know what um I, i guess tell us a little bit about What that looks like? What services do you offer? And that sort of thing.
1: Okay. Um, So during the pandemic, of course, with everything just being unknown um, and kids just being really tired of being in front of the computer, I offered tutoring in the park. And so most of our work that we did was like hands on. It's high energy. Yeah. It's like, okay, like if we're gonna look at this word and we're gonna break apart the blends and the diagraphs, like let's run around. Let's do it. So I'm putting diagraphs on one side of the of the field and blends on the other side and we're running and we're putting this stuff together and of course, what we had to do during the pandemic, like we could not be like in closed settings. yeah, so the park was one of the places we frequented. And then I realized that the thing that was missing was the kids were not having fun. Yeah. Um, and that's one thing that we see still in a classroom. It's like if the teacher isn't having fun teaching, the kids aren't having fun learning and the test scores prove it. Yeah. And so my thing is, if we can make learning fun again, like we all have had those experiences in school of that one project or that one activity that we still remember to this day. Yeah. Because it was the one day that we had fun. Yeah. And so that is my goal every day that I wake up and I'm educating. It's let's make learning fun again. And so that's kind of like what really pushed Joe's Learning Lab. That's what makes us a lot different than most. So we cater um, oddly. Most of our kids that we tutor are boys. Okay. Um, boys do phenomenal because we're constantly moving and girls are do phenomenal too, but we just have more boys on the roster. Yeah. Um, constantly running around, we're constantly moving and we're high energy and we're touching things. And so it's not your traditional, let's sit here and let's be quiet type of setting, even though we know the times that we have to do that. Yeah. But generally I try to make tutoring Fun because yeah. who is going to come to tutoring after school before soccer and it's not fun I don't yeah. want mom pulling hair to get the kid there and the kid crying that defeats the point let's make this as fun as possible and the test scores have proven that it works and so that's one of the best parts about it it's like we're having fun but it's actually effective it's actually working yeah um, and so some of the services we provide is we of course assist the student with individual tutoring or group tutoring okay. but we also provide support for for parents as well okay. um so sometimes navigating the educational scene going into the schools can be intimidating yeah um especially if your child has an iep or different behavioral issues sometimes it's hard to sit in these meetings and have these conversations because you don't know what okay. they're talking about um sometimes have the biggest misconception is having an iep is a bad thing and it's not yeah it just gives all of the adults in the room a piece of paper and some strategies to help the child learn okay. so if you have ADHD and say we have to sit down and we have to make this IEP we're just writing down steps and practical things that we're all going to agree to do to help your child succeed okay and so sometimes that's not always communicated in a way that's not as intimidating or frightening and so we like to come in and kind of partner with the parent on that journey okay. and helping the kid just get whatever it is that they need to succeed and so we help the parents we help the students but also quarterly we do a learn a palooza event and we're outside and we're running around and we're having fun but we just get all these kids from all these different schools and all these different neighborhoods together and the common thing is learning okay Um, and it has been a blast we've done i think our fifth one is this week okay um and it has really been received well with the kids it's been received well with the parents schools are asking us to come organizations are asking us to come yeah and it has by far exceeded my expectations like I just had a crazy idea and I'm like come on team let's do it and it has been received well from everyone and so that's one of our favorite parts of the year is being able to blow the balloons up and pull out the bubble machine and all of the phenomenal things that we get to do but also seeing the kids excited and they come back with their reading logs and they're like look i read this much since the last time i saw you or now i know all my multiplication facts um and just seeing them take that ownership in their learning is phenomenal
0: it's yeah. phenomenal. I think the last time I had fun reading a book was probably when they gave you, used to give you personal pan uh-huh, pizza for uh-huh, reading a certain amount uh-huh. of books. I've always been a fat kid, though. Yeah. So.
1: <laughs> they still do it, too. Do they? No, they still okay. do it, yeah.
0: Okay. I don't have kids. so um, But the that's neat that you kind of advocate I guess you help the parents advocate for their child yeah. and help them kind of develop their learning yeah. path as well. If they need an IP or something along those yeah, lines,
1: because everybody's learning path is different. Yeah. There's so many options. There's so many opportunities now. Um, and you really just have to sit down and figure out, okay, where does my child want to go and what do they need to get there? Yeah. And what type of support do they need? Do they need behavior support? Do they need academic support? Like what is it that they need and how can we provide that for them? And so one of my favorite things to do is to kind of sit with parents and help them navigate that Yeah. because the possibilities are endless. Not everyone is going to end up in a four-year college. Not everyone. And there's so many cool things that you get to do. Like we, my students were just studying about e-gaming.
0: Okay. And so
1: now that you can make, a decent amount of money playing video games. And we yeah. used to say like, you can't, you can't play video games all your life. I'm like, yeah. now you can. Yeah. Like, <laughs> now take,
0: take that, you can. Take that mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, right. Definitely. So as a business owner, you know, what do you believe sets yourself apart from any of your competition?
1: I bring passion to what okay. I do. Um, I became an educator because I tell the story all the time. My grandfather just turned 72 weeks yeah. ago and he cannot read. And so just growing up and kind of just watching him struggle and the different things that he had to deal with because of that. Yeah, I committed my commitment to myself and to my job is that I can help as many children read and be successful. Um, I believe that if you cannot read that is a disability, like you can't you will not go into the world um, as successful as you could be not knowing how to read. So I had that personal conviction every day. I go into my job of like, no, we can have fun, but there are certain things that you should be able to do when you leave me so that you are a well-rounded citizen and you can be successful in whatever it is that you decide to do. And so my passion and my dedication to what I do, I truly believe is what sets me apart. The commitment that I have to my families. Uh, My favorite thing is seeing kids come back year after year after year. (laughs) When I leave here, I go and meet with a girl I've met with since she was in the third, grade okay. and she's in the middle school now yeah. um, but just seeing her continue to grow um, and realizing that tutoring is not just for when you're behind yeah um, so now she went from being behind in class to now she's probably ahead in class now and so yeah. she doesn't have that anxiety of not knowing what to do and not catching up and we can kind of go ahead a little bit and prepare her for what's to come um, so that is probably what sets me apart from kind of just some of the franchises in town. Yeah. They're phenomenal and they're amazing, um, but I believe just that passion and that dedication and that grit um, is kind of really what drives me, and that's yeah. what my families feel when they come in and out of the learning lab, and that's what we continue want to continue to do in the future.
0: Yeah, I can tell that just sitting here talking to you. <laughs> I, I hope the listeners can can feel that energy as well. But yeah, you can tell it's definitely a passion of yours. Yeah, um, which is. Uh, which I think is needed more in our school system. Um, you know, but I guess it's hard to stay passionate in in our current landscape of schools. So, um, it's definitely needed. Um, so, you know, kind of switching gears a little bit, you know, small businesses often face a lot of challenges, um, and unique challenges. Can you tell us about some of the, you know, what's your biggest one been to date and kind of how you overcame that?
1: Okay. Um, I would say this year I have scaled my business tremendously. At first, this was just something that I was doing for family and friends. And then this year I took contracts and I dealt with organizations. And so that was kind of the biggest thing. It's just that, that step that you take from... What you're comfortable with to now, okay, I have to go and hire an accountant or yeah. I have to like have a lawyer, like read over these contracts and making sure um, that, you know, everything is taken care of. So that has been the biggest challenge. But I would say that I have learned to give myself so much grace. Yeah. Um, some of us go into entrepreneurship or we start a small business just with a passion or something that we're good at. Yeah. Um, and we don't really think about that. We have to be marketing and we have to be yeah. accounting and we have to be legal sometimes when you can't afford those things at first. Um, And so give yourself grace. Like you're learning as you go. Um, that has been my largest thing. And also just not being afraid to make a mistake. Like, you've never done this before. So yeah. you may go into this and you may miss something. You may miss a line. But now I know I have three people that I try to keep hired and on staff. Yeah. <laughs> my accountant is my first call. I'm like, hey, look over this. Make sure this is right. Uh, make sure my books are in order. And then also my lawyer, she's phenomenal. Um, so I'm learning to that that stuff like Giving yourself grace, but also knowing when to go reach out and get some support, yeah. Um, and finding those amazing individuals that can kind of help you push and thrust your business to where you want to go. Because of course we want to profit, like yeah, we want to be passionate about our work, but we also want to make sure the lights are on when we get home too, yeah. Um, so being able to have those things together and knowing when to hire a team, um, that was our biggest challenge this year. But I think we were successful.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's uh, that says a lot, you know, to kind of knowing when to say you know what you don't know what you don't yeah, know and, yeah. and ask for help um it was a, the book the e-myth michael gerber mm-hmm. where he saw, talks about most people are tech most business owners are technicians with entrepreneurial seizures right um i always like the way he put that so yeah. yeah definitely knowing when the time to ask for help and and help scaling that yes. is smart um,
1: especially when your mistakes start costing money Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. in the beginning you can make mistakes and they're not expensive but it, you get to a certain point where yeah. mistakes are expensive and so you want to make sure that you hire people that can help you not make those mistakes yeah. <laughs> if you can
0: <laughs> i often thank god that when we started we had nothing to work with Yeah, you know, just no money because it amplifies problems yeah. you, you make you know, if you had $100,000 to spend, you'd spend it all on one marketing yes. idea and you'd just be yes, you know, yes. broke again. Yes, <laughs> so,
1: yes, yeah. yes, yeah. yes to all of that. <laughs> <Yes. Yeah.
0: laughs> but um, so what's your favorite part about um, owning and operating Gels Learning Lab?
1: I am a creative. Okay. Um, and I bring that to everything that I do. It's just why we're having fun and learning at the same time. Yeah. Um, so I enjoy getting up every day and there's a new task. So there are some sure. days I get up and I'm doing marketing. I'm recording videos <laughs> and I'm making flyers. Um, and then there are days that I get up and I am... Talking in the community and I am like yeah. on panels and different things. And so that's kind of my favorite thing It's just okay. the broadness of owning a business and all of the things that you have to get done. Yeah. Um, and then lately I've been venturing into hiring and yeah. building a team and building a staff and trusting people and getting to know them. And okay. all of that has just been a joy.
0: All right. So, yeah. the, so you enjoy the learning part of it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> that's okay. it. That All makes make right. sense.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah. Good deal. Um, so what advice, I always like to ask, what advice would you give to another aspiring entrepreneur?
1: I would say do it scared. Okay. Um, if you have an idea, just, just get it out of your head. Yeah. Um, I would say that the learning lab is really just me waking up with a bright idea. Yeah. And. I just put it out there like I was like you know what I should name the business and I named it and yeah. then my first logo I designed it and I posted it on Facebook and I was like hey I'm offering sessions and when you put it out there and you, people start to receive it then yeah. it kind of it kind of fuels you a little bit more but you can't go anywhere if you don't start yeah so start somewhere yeah. <laughs> just do it scared for a little while and after a while you'll have confirmation and affirmation and all that'll come and you'll, you'll start to feel it moving but just do it scared and give yourself some grace your I only like competition that. is you. It's like as long as you wake up the next day and you do one thing differently than the day before, you're doing good. Like yeah. it, it's fine. So
0: I like that. Do it scare. I'm to yeah. like, steal that. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Angelica, we appreciate you taking the time to tell us about your entrepreneurial journey. Um, Now, if you're looking for the highest quality teaching services in the Cape Fear area, look no further than Jail's Learning Lab. With school back underway, now's the best time for people to check your website out. We'll link that in the show notes. Um, Tell everybody uh, how to get a hold of you.
1: Absolutely. So on Facebook and on Instagram, we are Jail's Learning Lab.
0: Okay, awesome. Well, I really appreciate you coming on today.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Thank you. Thanks for joining us on Shop Small ILM, powered by salt air heating, cooling, and electrical. Don't forget to leave us a rating and subscribe so you get updated when new episodes are released.